Yes, people, it's episode 281 of Griff's Brain Dump, and it's me, Griff. Obviously, how you doing? It is 25 to midnight on a Sunday. I'm recording. I'm sat in the car. I'm up. I'm vibrant. I'm loud. Um, <laughs> I'll just have to keep the energy up. I'm going to try not to fall asleep in this pod, okay? I've got to, I've got to get the energy right that I can get through the pod, um, and not get too hyped that now I can't go to sleep after the pod. It's, it's a balancing act. It's a balancing act. I've got things to do when I get in. I've got to wheel the bin out. Um, I've got to... Um, I've, I've been... I've basically, when I came back from holiday and my foot started hurting. And I and I didn't know what it was on my foot. Because I, I have terrible feet, right? I always have, you know, athlete's foot or... Something happening with my feet, skin peeling, whatever. But this time I was like, ow, my foot hurts. Um, and it seemed like I had, where I had a bit of hard skin, it looked a bit different. I was like, oh, what's this? What have I got here? Sent to the doctor, it's like, it looks like you've got a wart on your foot. You need to get some bazooka. And I was like, oh, okay, I had this before. Remember, I got a Veruca once. I'll, I'll use this. And uh, me being like the, the nutcase, um, I don't just get regular bazooka. No, no, no. I need to get bazooka extra strength because why would you get anything else? You know, it's like you've got toothpaste. One says regular toothpaste and this one says it's toothpaste extra. It gives you f- extra fresh breath, extra white teeth, extra tartar fighting, extra, gu- you know what I mean? You're like extra gun protection, extra enamel. You'd be like, why would I not get this one? So I got that one. I used it one night. Um, the instructions are, you know, you wash your feet, you soak them, dry your feet, and you apply uh, the gel sparingly on whatever the infected area is, right? I did that. The next day, what you meant to do, you meant to pick off um, the, the white thing because it becomes waterproof. Um, I pick it off, and it does say on the thing, if it's difficult to pick off, just leave it, put another layer on, because that layer will help take it off the next time. Now, it's the first time we use this, so I don't know what is easy to pick off or what's difficult to pick off. I just think, well, you know, I'll just pick away, and um, it'll come off when it comes off. This doesn't feel particularly difficult. I'll tell you what happened, people. I, I picked it, pulled it away, and it ripped part of the skin off my foot. So that is wonderful. But guess what? The wart's gone. <laughs> the wart's gone. Because uh, it just took the skin clean off. I was like, ah, I don't think that was meant to happen. So, yeah, that was good. Um, so I've had that um, on my foot. But what else has been going on this week? I mean, I said I was on holiday. Um, last um, episode was um, recorded from Crete. I was probably whispering into the microphone. I haven't even listened back to it. But I'm back now, I'm back in the UK. And uh, the rest of the holiday was nice. Uh, the journey back home, oh, there's little bits of drama all along the way. Let's start with the hotel first. We're leaving. We're leaving. I'm, I'm getting stuff downstairs to the foyer. Find my driver, that's brilliant. I go back up to the room. Naomi's not there. I'm like, where is she? Zayden, where are they? Um, and then I come back down to the foyer. I'm thinking, oh, maybe you know, we just passed each other on the lift. She's not there. I'm looking at the guy. I'm like, um, look. He's like, you okay? I'm like, looking for my wife. He's like, the Wi-Fi? So no Wi-Fi. Wife. Looking for wife. And he goes, okay. I'm looking for my wife and baby. Yeah. So I think, where could she be? I call her. So where are you? She goes, I'm lost. I'm by the pool. Now listen. If you guys understood the layout of this hotel. 
where our room is, uh, you could see the entrance from our room. Like basically, like you can see over the entrance. So you know that little lay-by where taxis come in, right? If you come out of our room and just walk down the you know the corridor, but you could see that. Now, everyone's got their weaknesses. My wife's Achilles heel is spatial awareness, wayfinding, all that kind of stuff. Trash. Terrible at it. Terrible. Now, she's terrible at it for two reasons. One, because she's told herself she's terrible at it. And two, because she's told herself she now doesn't do anything to help herself get better. You know, she's one of those people that sits in a car and just has her head down. She's car- she gets car sick. She can't even look at her phone. But she won't be looking out the window taking the information in. She's on the train. She's not taking any of that in. She, I, I, and for me, because I'm the complete opposite, I don't know what people are looking at. You know, if you're sat on a train or in a car, I'm just like looking everywhere. It's like, okay, yeah. Remember that building? Yeah, I remember that. Okay, I remember there's a petrol station there. Okay, we turn left. Ah, oh, because that's where the port is. Uh, that's what that's what's happening in my head. Like, automatically, I'm just like, okay, that's that, that's that, that's that. So how does this woman end up by the pool, which is just in the opposite direction? And... We'd been there for a week and at no point was the pool next to the entrance. But she had no idea how to get back. What simply happened is she'd gone one floor too low. And because of that, messed herself up completely. Completely messed herself up. Uh, so, but that was fun. It was fine, easy to solve. We get into the cab. We, uh, we get to the airport. The queue is massive because other countries just don't have that, you know, electronic check-in and baggage, baggage drop and stuff. Don't have it. Don't have it. So um, we get through that. It's fine. Get get the security now. And uh, this is exactly what happens in security. So, you know, we, we get there. We have to empty all of our pockets out and everything. We've got loads of baby stuff. So we're using all the trays. And we've got a, a buggy that folds down very well. So they first ask, well, does the buggy, they say, put, um, wheel her through. You two can come through together. Uh, so they go through together. The lights don't go off. And then they say, oh, okay. Uh, and then they go, are you, are you three all together? Because I'm now putting stuff in. And like, yeah. And they go, okay, wheel the child back through. So, okay. So now take, they go, now, um, now take the child out. Is it okay? Walk through the barrier. Walk through the checker again. It was like, right. Okay, you, to me, fold down the buggy. So I, I fold down the buggy now. I'm like, right. And they go, now you walk through. And then I, I walk through. And they say, oh, right, now you have to walk back through. And I was like, what? So I've walked back through now. And I go, now you walk through with the baby. And then I walk through with the baby. And then the buzzer went off. And they go, oh, okay, we need to give you guys a, a random search. I was like, what the fuck? Cool's going to need a random search. The, the chances of needing a search are going to go up if we have to walk through the barrier four times. So I missed out when me going through by myself and then coming back and had to take the baby. We was like, what is happening here? So Naomi, we had time. And Naomi was like, no, I want to speak to someone. How is that a random search? Like, definitely wasn't a random search. Like, you literally picked us, and, you, and she was just going off. And guess what? I was back in it. <laughs> it's very, usually, you know, we're like water and fire, if you will. I'm, I'm usually water, she's more fire. You know? 
I calm her down. But when we're both on the same uh, same wave, you know, like someone spilt some oil into the water. So now the water's on fire. You now got, a, you know what I mean, a flammable tsunami happening. So we're just both kicking off at people. <laughs> it's a terrible, it's a terrible scene. It's a terrible scene. As, uh, but now they're going, no, sorry, it was random. It was random. Um, and the, 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 the check they did, they basically made me turn my palms up. They scanned my hands with some weird thing. I guess they look for drugs. Actually, last time I was told when I came from Portugal, they look for drugs and money. It's a weird thing. Um, yeah. So I scanned my hands, and then they said, can you pick two of your bags? I was like, any two? He's like, yeah. And in my head, I was like, oh, okay. If I had drugs, and if I was like, I won't pick the one that has drugs in it. Uh, yeah. And they just did this weird little scan. And they go, okay, that's the search done. I was like, that is so flipping annoying. Because I don't know what that search did. So, yeah. So that was that. Then um, get on the flight. Almost left my phone in the airport. I usually one of the charging docks. Almost left that um, in the airport. Well, that was fun. Um, get on the plane. The flight's all right. Flight's all right. Um, we land. Uh, we get through here. The first yawn there. Jesus. We land uh, and we get through security all fine and great. Now, listen, how we got there, we went valet, valet.com, because I assumed thought we was going to get the train. And then when I really thought about the practicalities of having a baby and about 40 million bags to get on the train, it was dumb. So we got valet. Now, we get there. And it dawns on me that, wait a minute, I haven't received any kind of email to confirm the pickup procedure. But I call the numbers that all the numbers I have from the drop off, they're not picking up. Two mobile numbers not picking up. So I call the main line number. This voice, uh, this, uh, what's it, the, the message, the message box for this number is full. So I'm like, oh no. No, he's like, what's the name of this company? She goes on Trustpilot now. She goes on Trustpilot now. And she goes, oh, Darren, it's bad. I go, what? It's just one stars. People say it's a scam. People say it took them hours to get their car. Someone said their car was in pound. I was like, what are you telling me now? I felt sick. I felt sick. In the midst of this stress, I saw Fear Walcott and his girlfriend, his wife. That made me sicker. <laughs> I did see them. And then there was so many people just all queuing up. I was like, are you, um, are you waiting for your car? I said, yeah, what company are you with? And we all had different name companies, but the email is exactly the same. And when I go back on this website now, I'm looking at this website's looking different. When I say looking different, it's looking like a website that you would scam someone. But it didn't look like that when I was looking at the time, I swear. And what they've done, they've basically got a comparison website called Gatwick Parking. But every company on there is them. So that's how they do it. They make it seem like it's the cheapest one because they put seven other prices that are more expensive. It's pretty genius in that respect. Um, so we're calling, we're calling, can't get through. And then Naomi calls up her number, she gets through immediately. And stuff. It's like, okay, maybe it's not a scam. Maybe we're going to get our car back. Because I'm thinking, wow, what a dickhead. What a fail this is if I get our car stolen. It won't be stolen. It's technically giving it away. I just gave her the keys. I said, yeah, you could drive off. 
And then after another 20 minutes, we've been waiting for 40 minutes, an hour, we, he finally pulls up, gives the car back. The car's actually in fine. The, fine it's, the car's fine. I, I checked the meter, the mileage, 10 miles they've drove. I was like, that's perfectly acceptable. Fine. Let's get out of here. Heading home. Heading on the M25. Now, when you come from Gatwick to head M25, where we live, you can literally go eastbound or westbound. Google said me go eastbound, like go uh, east side, anti-clockwise on the M25. Dartford Cross, I ain't paying that money. Google said me go that way. Google even announced there's traffic on the other way due to an accident. And I was like, I don't want to pay the toll. So I turned left and we're driving and we're driving. And it's like, oh, this seems fine. And then you actually see signs on the motorway saying there's a crash expect queues between junction like 10 and 11 and it's like aha and as she's driving there Naomi's not talking she's getting pissed off as she's seeing more traffic she's just sighing I don't know why she's sighing but I can't be bothered to engage because all I want to do is get through this traffic but yeah then we finally got home finally uh, got home and then yeah, it's a bit more normality from then really I've been home and then what else this week? Um, I went to gigged in Preston yesterday um, in a pop-up event in a bloody work site, as in a construction site. It was odd as a surrounding, but it was fine. I had fun there, um, but I had to make sure I got my train home. Um, it was weird, I had like a little sign in the toilet. So it's like these uh, cabins, yeah, like, you know, Portaloo cabins. Well, not portly. It wasn't a standalone portly. It was like a trailer type thing, um, like a container. And they put a toilet in there. And toilet stank. Absolutely stank. Lucky woods. I mean, I just think anyone who's had sex in a men's toilet, you're an animal. You're a different kind of deviant. I mean, the ladies' toilet. Yeah, we've all been there, right? <laughs> but it's just not as bad. You don't have a trough of piss in the corner. But as I turn to wash my hands, I see a little sign that says, this water is not suitable for drinking or cooking. And I'm like, hmm. Because my theory is every warning message has come about through someone trying to do that thing, trying to break that rule. Like before, the rule didn't need to be explicitly stated. But then someone comes on and does something mental, like try to cook their food in a portable toilet. I don't know what kind of psychopath animal that was. Imagine you're just waiting outside the cubicle. It's like, oh, God, hurry up. Taking your number two. The person's like, there, I ain't taking your number two. I'm boiling some eggs. It's like, what is happening? You know? I don't know. I don't know what's going on in this world. But, yeah, but there's... But, um... <laughs> yeah, it was weird. But the gig was fine. I opened... Uh, and then I got out of there, went to KFC on the way home, only to find out from my mate from Preston that is the first KFC in the UK. It's a bit of history there. Um, trains massively delayed, delayed by an hour and nine minutes, but it worked out fine for me. But you can see the rail staff, they're under stress. They know they've got that strike next week and someone might just smack them in the face for it starts. But listen, I'm a, I'm a pro strike action person i don't know what the strike's about exactly i think it's job losses but i know Woo! that was a big yawn um yeah about job losses but um 
I know from observation that it's it's just understaffed, right? Like even today, I was finishing park. This woman, pastor, was having a go at this lady, drill worker, who's got a bag full of rubbish. She's picking up rubbish off the platform. And she's going, why didn't you announce this train was there? I've missed my train because you didn't announce it. I'm like, one, clearly this woman is doing something else. Two, why can't you work out when your train's coming? Why must she do it? She's not your servant. It's odd, it's just odd sense of entitlement. Like this woman's, she had, she had a bag of rubbish being shouted at. It's like, why, why didn't you announce it? I was like, give her a break. Shit. Anyway, um, what else is there? What else is there? Um, oh, so I did tell the gig I was in today. Today I was at bloody Hackney Empire. Will or Hackney Empire doing a doing um, a show for Windrush, raising funds for Windrush. Um, it's brilliant. I got to meet Eddie Nesta. Got to meet Rudolph Walker. That's that's Patrick Truman to you. Um, then who else was on the lineup? Richard Blackwood, little Miss Jocelyn, um, Travis J, Tanya Moore, and Felicity Ethnic. That's it, Eddie Nestor's hosting it. And then Curtis Walker was headlining it. So, you know, there's some real comedy royalty there. But um, the gig was fun. But here's the special thing about the gig. It was the very first time, it was the only time, that my mother has come to see me perform comedy. The first ever time. She chose to hack the Empire. And she said it was really good. So that was lovely. That was lovely to hear. But yeah, I was just really happy to have my mum there, really. Um, nothing particularly emotional about it. It was just, oh. She actually seen me do it. And she saw me do it at the Hackney Empire, which is pretty sick, really. First time seeing me. Hack the Empire. Love it. Very happy about it. Very, very happy. Did I say Travis was performing today as well? I don't think I did. I was literally spent all day talking to him. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, so that game was good. Um, I ignored... I feel like Google got me back for ignoring it in the week because when I asked for my route home, it didn't tell me that I could have got a train. I had to work that out myself. Um, yeah, the way it didn't notify me that I could get a train. But if you think... Is Google getting me back? Like, is Google Old Testament? Is it Old Testament type gods? Where, because I didn't listen to it before, I didn't trust almighty Google, is now going to give me rubbish suggestions that you ain't going to listen anyway. He's like, what's happening? Huh? Anyway, what else is going on? It's Father's Day today. Happy Father's Day to everyone. I can't bother to list the different criteria. Maybe it's just Happy Father's Day to everyone. Except women... In relations, no, because then they might they are fathers. What am I talking about? <laughs> but yeah, Father's Day, man, it's been cool. It's been my first Father's Day. It's lovely. I spent it just being with my child. This is existing. My wife had errands to do, so she didn't do anything nice to me except for make me a cup of tea. That's it. She all I got. Nah, joke. I got a card and I got a T-shirt. But that's from Zadie. Well, from Naomi, she's got a cup of tea. She said she's gonna make me breakfast. Cup of tea. To be fair, she, she made me some porridge. That's nice. <laughs> but no, um, no, it was. But it's been a chill day for me. It's been a chill day. And then here we are. Here we are. Um, she's anything else I wanted to talk about before just moving on to the dear Daudrey's. Um, 
Yeah, so look, so look, so look. Yeah, that's good, that's a good time. In 20 minutes, yeah, look at some dear, dear who's fired up. Hey, they're going to be controversial somewhat. That's what we want. Um, wait. I clicked on the wrong thing. What am I doing? Why have I gone Parkopedia? Do, do, do. Brilliant. I love this. The toxicity. You ready? Dear Deirdre, boyfriend flew into a rage and blamed me when I found out he had been cheating. Yes. Wronger. Stronger. For longer. Love it. Dear Deirdre, when I discovered he had been cheating, my boyfriend flew into a rage and stormed out. He's turned it all on me and I feel as though I'm the one in the wrong. Jesus, he's a mastermind Jedi. Um, I had my suspicions for months, but I had no proof. I couldn't shake the feeling that he was speaking to other people. Some things just weren't adding up in my head. I am 27 and he's 29. We have been together for three years and live together. Okay. We were even talking about buying our first flat. Right. It was weird that there was nothing about me on his social media. And anything I tagged him in, such as couples or parties and a little holiday we went on, he hid so others couldn't see. Oh, God. And he's very secretive with his phone, never letting it out of sight. Oh, God. But he likes pictures of women posing semi-naked. And I think he has also sent pictures of himself uh, to some of them. Okay. Have you seen these pictures? I see. I finally had the opportunity to look through his phone. There he goes. And when he left it unlocked when we were visiting his parents, oh, you know that feeling. Have you ever gone down someone's phone? I can admit I have. Not my wife, though. A few girlfriends back. Um, yeah. Just knew something was up. Something was up. I mean, it's the fact that she used to fall asleep with a phone in her hands as well. I was like, whoa, what are you messaging? Hey, what are you messaging? But yeah. So I just thought, well, he sees this opportunity to just get that phone. So this woman must be feeling so hyped. She's got it. Steps unlock. Use. Just can't mess it up. Don't accidentally close it and they need to enter a new code. Oh, no. Um, anyway, so I found out the opportunity. I went for his phone and he left it unlocked uh, when we were visiting his parents. We went outside to help his dad. He went outside to help his dad with his car. And I grabbed a chance to investigate. I kept quiet about it about what I'd seen until uh, we were on our own. That's good. Classy fighting. Very classy fighting there. Loves to see it. Um, so after he'd thrown... Oh, sorry. Um, oh, dear. So after he'd thrown things about, he... Um, Wait, I kept quiet. What did I have to say until we were on our own? Yeah, that's sorry. After he, yeah, after he thrown things about, he left. And uh, aside to him, I hadn't seen before. Okay, cool. We won't discuss. He won't discuss it with me and denies he has been speaking to anyone, even though I've seen it with my own eyes. Listen, if you're a liar, lie, 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 lie. Like, don't let anyone know when you're telling the truth. You can just lie forever. Yeah, it's a good day. <laughs> have no accountability, just lie. Right. Um. Let's see. Uh. Uh. 
Let's see. Dear Deirdre, after she stood by me during a bad time in my life, I want to make my girlfriend feel good in the bedroom soon. I'm 38 and she's 35 and we've been together for five years. Um, she has been so supportive, helping me through the drug and alcohol abuse and plagued me. that plagued me for a very long time. Finally, I, finally, I am getting the professional help I so badly needed one step at a time. I was in denial about my addictions, but put my girlfriend through hell. The problem is she doesn't climax like she once did. She always used to have an orgasm during foreplay. I think it might be a mental block uh, caused by me letting her down so badly with my addiction. I see. I see, I see. I see. Um... Yeah, you're going to need some kind of seismic shift to get all of the that genre of Peter Andre music out of circulation. What am I talking about, Peter Andre? What on earth? What, what happened there? That, that, was, that was a little fall asleep. Do you reckon Peter Andre was relevant to what I was talking about? I have no idea. I have no idea. Who knows? Peter Andre, where that come from? I know his son's got some music out and it sounds all right, but Jesus, I'd love to hear that back. <laughs> I don't know how Pete Andre music came. Do what? It probably made sense, but I just don't remember what I was saying before it. Just a little bit. I just zoned out. You know I mean, I do need to go to bed. Definitely need to go to bed. Um, all right, let's get one more. <sighs> let's get one more. Uh, let's see. Right, this guy's a moron. He's about to get catfished. These are the people that end up on catfish. I don't understand. No time for me. Woman I met online, you talk to online, you haven't met her. Woman I met online keeps cancelling our dates and is getting me down. Then pick a date that can't be cancelled. Um, so I've met a great woman online, but I'm not sure if it will go anywhere because she keeps bailing on me. Every week we have to rearrange our plans because something came up um i'm 41 and she's 36 year old uh, mum with two boys okay that makes sense yeah she's 36 year old uh, mum with two boys aged nine and seven i understand they are her priority but she doesn't ever consider the fact that i'm turning down invitations from friends to see her Last week, I bought us tickets to go and see a show at the local theatre. But an hour before I was due to here to pick her up, she rang to say she doesn't want what that she wasn't going to be able to make it as the boys were coming down early from their dads. Right? Um. So what are you saying there? What's the dilemma? Okay. Oh, I see. Just if you're okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Either way, look. Whatever the last bit meant, mate. She's not meeting you up. Bin it off. Bin it off. You're just gonna piss yourself off trying to win this lady over. It should be the other way. It should be, you know, dear. Oh, that's on the window. Um. I don't know what I was going to say. But look, 
She's not a real woman. Let me chuck it in the bin, mate. Chuck it in the bin. Um, right. What the hell? This is wild. Whoa. Didn't see this one. All right, now we're ending it after this. Dear Deirdre, I seduced my husband's uncle, then cried rape, and now I feel guilty. That is mad. Now, I will give some special dispensation if this girl is 19 or lower. Um, Jeez. Let's see. Dear Deirdre, I'm racked with guilt after having sex with my husband's uncle. Then, instead of admitting I instigated sex, I panicked and said he took advantage of me. And this lie has now spiralled out of control. Jesus. I know, you can't be with this woman. You know what I mean? You can't be with this woman. <laughs> like, seducing your uncle. It's mad. Anyway, let's go. I've had numerous flings despite being married for four years because although he will never admit it, I'm convinced my husband is gay. I love women. I mean, I love cheaters because they'll always find a reason to cheat, but I love how this woman is married to this guy and she's just shitted on him. Convinced my husband is gay. How? That's just not a sentence. Uh, what? <laughs> anyway, let's carry on. I'm 29, he's 34, we we get on the best, we get on as best friends, but if we can avoid sex, if he can avoid sex with me, he will. Um, when he's around other good-looking men of his age, he comes alive and he's flirting. Um, his eyes follow these men, um, follow these men as they move around, what, say this again. Sorry, so when he's around other good-looking men of his age, he comes alive and is all flirty. Sorry, he's, uh, he's follow these men as they move around and he regularly has to work late. He, what, you think he's getting his cheeks clapped? Or he's clapping cheeks. Anyway, I feel trapped. and I know he won't ever be honest about his sexuality because, he's, because his family is very conservative. I'm fine with all of that and have never felt bad about my one-night stands. Okay, um... That is until my husband spotted a message from his uncle to me. Jesus. It simply said, I'm sorry. We never should have done that. Let's just be friends. I panicked and said I'd got a bit too drunk at the family do. And he gave me a lift home. But my husband wasn't, wouldn't accept my answer. Ooh. I think of a better lie then. So I lied that his uncle had taken things a bit too far. Because I knew it. Because I knew it. Oh, sorry. Before I knew it. Um, I was confirming he he assaulted me and my husband was marching me down to police station to make a statement. I managed to stall him, but now my husband has told his sister and the whole family are talking about my rape in air quotes. Uh, the truth is my husband's uncle, who is 41, didn't take advantage of me. This is crazy. If, uh, in fact, it had... Yeah, so in fact, it was me... Okay, so in fact it was me who initiated everything kissing and caressing him as he drove me home Jesus I'm going to crash the car mad I'm so ashamed of myself I know what I've done is wrong but I don't know how to put it all right Jeez, I don't know what to do uh, you put yourself in the bin love yeah just 
There's a whole view in the whole bin. Jeez. Yeah, I just don't know what to say. That's such a wild one. But yeah, there's no dilemma to get rid of this woman. Oh, sorry. It's her brought a dilemma for what she should do. Go sit in the bath. <laughs> That's what she needs to do. Go sit in the bath and wash her scummy behaviour off her skin. Listen, people, that's the end of the pod. I'm just chatting absolute nonsense now. Uh, I've been chatting for 32 minutes. I think that's a decent length of pod for the time I'm recording. Okay, that is the end. Peace. Peace.